Welcome back to another Reekin' Havoc podcast. Our in-the-slot guest this week is another departing player who's been a fan favorite for the last seven years, center Cy Nutkovich. I caught up with him last week for a little while, and we'll see what he had to say coming up next on the Reekin' Havoc podcast. The Reekin' Havoc podcast. Got something to say? Put it on a t-shirt or hoodie, or apron, or even an iPhone case. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTees.com and make it happen. Look through their selection of ready-made designs, or make one of your own. Check out their special hockey designs, too. With DaddyO's Custom Tees, you can truly have it your way. Look for DaddyO's Custom Tees on Facebook, follow them on Twitter or Instagram, or go online to DaddyO'sCustomTees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S Custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddy-O's Custom Tees. They've got your back or front. Let's go in the slot. This week's In the Slot segment features another recent retiree, former center Cy Nutkovich. And it is Nutkovich, because he said so. Okay, let's get this right off the bat here. Which is it? Nukovic or Nutkovich? Uh, I, keep, I tell people Nutkovich. Okay. All right, because, I mean, you know, we Southerners go between, you know, Milosic, 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 you know, which sounds too much like Prilosic, and then, you know, you got Darer, Darer, Darar. They're not easy to hockey names. <laughs> and I think they just gave up on Alex Kilcheski and just called him Killer, so. I, I know I did. <laughs> now, what is Cy short for? Uh, nothing. It's just my real name. My mom's father uh, passed away before I was born. Okay. And his nickname was Cy. Oh, okay. So, okay. I thought maybe it was Simon or Silas or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. You know. So, okay. Nope. okay. Well, give us the uh, the Cy Nutkovich story. Uh, you know, where are you from? Where you went to school? No, I like good stuff. Yeah, there's no problem. Uh, Cy Nutkovich from uh, 35 years old from uh, Montreal, Quebec. Grew up in uh, both the suburbs and in the West Island, probably about uh, 20, 25 minutes from downtown Montreal. Uh, played my minor hockey here and spent uh, two years at our prep school out near Albany, New York. Played a year of junior A in Ontario, and then I played uh, four years at uh, SUNY Potsdam Division Three College uh, before starting uh, professional hockey. Okay. Did did you just play hockey growing up, or, or were there other sports there? No, I did played a uh, little bit of soccer and some baseball, and at prep school they make you play three sports okay. a season there, or a year there, so I played soccer, hockey, baseball there. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, in our earlier interviews with uh, Dominic and Tyler, they talked about uh, playing with siblings. What, what about you? Uh, I have a younger sister. She's two years younger. Uh, she lives out in California. She's got she's married. She's got two kids. Well, as far as growing up, did y'all compete against each other playing sports? No, we didn't really compete against each other. She'd like love to play hockey with me and against me. So a lot of times we'd uh, put on the rollerblades and uh, 
go in the driveway or on the street and play roller hockey and, you know, have fun that way. Okay. But in terms of uh, on the ice, we never, we never really were on the ice together yeah. too much. Yeah, well, uh, I figured maybe it was, you know, backyard or street or driveway or something, you know. Um, yeah. And you say she's a y- younger sister? Yeah, two years younger. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to ask how, how much older you were and how how much maybe you could dominate a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she's competitive. She played uh, college hockey also at Manhattanville, which is like uh, – uh, D3 College in uh, Westchester, New York. Oh, okay. Oh, well, she's pretty good. Several of the guys come that uh, that we talked to, you know, I guess most of them come from up north. And, uh, you know, we asked them what their expectations were coming to Alabama, but you've, you'd already played with a few teams in the south before coming here. Yeah, I played in uh, Fort uh, Worth, Texas, and North Richland Hills, and I loved it there. It was very nice. Uh, I spent quite a bit of time uh, the year after, too, in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. And that was, uh, it was very nice living there also. So, like, yeah, I was prepared for, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy living in the South. I enjoy the weather. I enjoy the lifestyle. Uh, I enjoy everything that comes with living down there. Okay. What What did you study? What did you major in when you were in college? Hockey? <laughs> or, or was it? Um, most people would say hockey, but it was communications. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I, we had just talked to, to, like I say, Dominic and Alex, and they talked about their, their, uh, you know, getting master's degrees and this and that while they were playing hockey. And so I thought, well, you know, you you were there four years, so. Uh, no, it's not school. Uh, wasn't my favorite thing. I was a late bloomer. I didn't. Uh, I was like five foot four, five foot five when I was seventeen years old. So I, I needed uh, some years to grow and mature physically. So I needed the prep school and the college route in order to to give the body time to catch up to everyone else. Yeah. Okay. I saw a a comment that you had made to somebody where uh, you you liked being able to play golf in January. I do, I do. <laughs> um, but you know, you, you mentioned some of those teams. You you did seem to find somewhat of a home though in Huntsville here for the last seven years. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's also harder. You know, like when you're at the plunge at the higher league. You know, it's it's competitive. It's tough to find a spot. You bounce around a little bit, and then. Um, one of my best friends growing up played in Knoxville before I ended up playing in, in the SP the last uh, seven years. One of my best friends played in Knoxville, and he's like, if you're going to go play there full-time, you should like reach out to the Huntsville Havoc. Like, uh, It's a great place to play. I've heard great things about the organization. So when, that's what I decided to do, and it worked out for uh, both parties, I think. Oh, okay. Well, and I was going to ask you to tell us about your, your journey to the Havoc, uh, so you reached out, and then uh, who, who did you who did you talk to, Glenn or? Yeah, I had uh, someone reach out to like Glenn or the the Havoc on, on my behalf, and then uh, Glenn called me back uh, maybe a couple of days later in the middle of the summer or towards the end of the summer. Just started talking, trying to get a feel for me and uh, what they're trying to do there, and how he sees me and all that stuff, and. Just a little bit of like how you talk to people or, you know, start relationships and recruiting players. Well, and you stayed here, 
you know, by far the longest time uh, of any where you played. And I, I know it's because they kept asking you back, but there must have been something that made you want to keep coming back. Yeah, I mean, I uh, first of all, I made a lot of good friends there, a lot of teammates, a lot of good friends. Uh, the organization treated uh, treated me very well. Uh, the lifestyle, I think, suited me quite a bit. I enjoyed myself uh, off the ice as well there. So I think, uh, like as you get older, you just want a place to play where you feel uh, comfortable, secure, and you know, happy, and you can enjoy every day. Yeah, and that's what I keep hearing from all these guys. Uh, Tyler's episode hit today, and uh, you know, he said pretty much the same thing. Dominic did. Uh, Rob did. You know, so and and the word family just keeps popping up every time we talk to to players whether they're former players or current players. Yeah, I think uh, the organization, the coaches over the year, they've been uh, very strong in, like, the people that they want there and creating a good culture and, like, doing things in the team environment. And then with Becky and Keith at, uh, at the helm up top, you know, it's always, like, you know, they look after people's best interests and, when you feel like people care about you, it's you know easier to uh, do what you can for them. Um, and, and you know, I've, I've heard stories from some of the other guys too that whenever they come down here, they they uh, they get to be guests of the uh, Hotel de Tilio. Never been there. <laughs> you never been there. Okay. No, okay. sorry, that's not true. I never been a guest of the hotel. I've been to. I've been to the lake house. I've been to the house multiple times, but I've, I've never had a, a sleepover at the hotel. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Rob said he had to, to stay there for about a week before he could, you know, get into a place to live when he came down here. Um, when I Did you know this whole season that it would be your last one? I've probably been saying that for four or five years now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think this was like the first time going into the season where the year from the year before I was like a little bit mentally and emotionally drained. Okay. And that I knew it's not like a physical thing anymore. It's just mentally and emotionally got to the point where I think it's, uh, going to be it. Yeah. Okay. I I was wondering if there was maybe some, maybe an injury or something that made you say, okay, I'm I'm done after this season is over with. But I guess maybe it's a gradual thing. No, I think, uh, look, I'm 35 years old. It's pretty, it's pretty older, older statesman for the SPHL league. Okay. Uh, I think, like, I enjoyed my time there. I think, you know, also a lot of the players I've played with over the years are, you know, moving on, moving in different directions also. It's going to be a much younger team. And then I think the last, uh, not this past year, but the year before, put a lot of time and effort and stuff into that, into that year to make it a good year. And then this, coming back this year was more just to uh, enjoy myself, do the best, you know, hang with my friends, uh, make the best of every day. And I, I really felt like I did that and I enjoyed myself this year. Uh, when I talked to Alex uh, here a few weeks ago, he talked about some of the teams that he'd been around, been on, been exposed to, that uh, th- there wasn't respect that the the younger guys gave the, the older guys, I say the older guys, but the, the more mature 
players. Um, but he said that uh, playing with the Havoc, you know, folks like you and uh, Nolan and Tyler, there was – you really helped the, the younger guys come along and uh, didn't treat them like uh, – I don't know, little brothers, I guess. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I think, I think one, the coaching staff has always done a good job of, you know, like uh, we, we've done it. They've got a done good job. We've done a good job of like the culture is good. And that like, whatever your personality is, we sort of like, we accept you. We allow you to be who you are uh, off the ice. And just the number one thing is that you got to make sure that you bring it on the ice you work hard in practice, but like when the lights turn on, on the weekend, that's when it's the most important that you're the best version of yourself. And like my opinion personally is that like the happier you are away from the ice, as long as you're in shape and in the right mental uh, like state of mind, you're going to be able to perform better. So I think when it comes to like the younger guys, like, you know, at least me personally, like I try and teach them like on the ice. If I think they make a mistake or practice or give certain things or tips that I think can help them, I'll do that. But I also like, I'm a guy who like plays cards with them on the back, plays cards with the team on the back of the bus and stuff like that. And I just think there's like a good camaraderie that like, once you've been on the Huntsville Havoc for like a week or two, you sort of feel like you're a part of it and you're not too worried about like making new friends or hurting people's feelings or doing the wrong thing. We'll be back with more of the Recon Havoc podcast. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-200-6543. 800-200-6543. That's 800-200-6543. This is Tyler Pesantini, and you are listening to the Reekin' Havoc podcast. You were quoted in, I think, the same article that I read as saying that hockey is your favorite sport, but if fantasy football were, were a sport, it, it would be closing the gap there. That's, uh, it's true. I do enjoy <laughs> fantasy football. Uh, are you in several leagues? I am. I have probably in about uh, three leagues. I got a, I'm a commissioner of one. With a bunch of guys that I went to like uh, summer camp with, like hockey summer camp over the years, like since I was like ten years old, and then I got another one with some uh, some older guys that asked me a couple of years ago to join, and then there's the Huntsville Havoc Fantasy Football League also. Oh, really? That I'm that I'm a part of, yeah. Oh, so have you ever won at the end of the, the season? Havoc? The Havoc League, no. The other leagues, yes. Oh, okay. All right. I tried fantasy football there for a few years, and and eh, it was okay. But <laughs> you know, I didn't keep up with it. I, I don't guess good enough to 
to know who really I should pick. I, I tended to pick uh, – I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and I tended to pick Packers, you know, and they wouldn't That's necessarily – They wouldn't necessarily hurt. <laughs> you can't Aaron, pick – if you're playing fantasy football, you can't pick with your heart and you can't pick teams. It's like if I play fantasy hockey, I don't pick anyone on the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, okay. Well, now Aaron Rodgers did help me, but uh, some of the other guys, not so much. Um yeah. We ask uh, players for like a favorite memory and uh, or memories, and the championships always come to mind with them. But is there maybe a play or maybe another, you know, something else other than the championship maybe that stands out to you? Well, I mean, I've been there quite a long time. There's been like a lot of memories, like uh... – like friendships, stuff like that. You're on the ice or off the ice? Well, it doesn't matter. Even even if it was a fight that you especially remember that you were in. Well, fight like Scott Trask is was my roommate for three years there, and he's still one of my good friends. So I would say a lot of the memories we're going to talk about non championships would come from him. And there was one time I forget what the guy's name is, but he was like, he was on Mississippi. He was like six foot six defenseman, and Scott was like fighting him at home on the on like uh near the corner of where the other team comes on the ice and like we just saw him go to the ground and scott came up and he was bleeding everywhere and he had like a big like mouse like on his forehead like like a mountain and and we had a game the next day so they stitched it up but it was like so big the next day in birmingham it was like a golf ball (laughs) that that j-lo had to wrap his head like around with a bunch of gauze, so then that way he can put his helmet on top of the golf ball, so he can play the game in Birmingham. Wow. <laughs> well, and speaking of Birmingham, what, who was your favorite team to beat? I know us fans like to say Birmingham, but you know maybe there's somebody else that you especially enjoyed winning against. Well, I think like each year is a little bit different because of like. <sighs> players change over like last year <clears throat> they're beating knoxville last year all the time was great um i think over the years i would probably say peoria more than birmingham okay that that seems to be a popular answer too i uh, just think there's a little bit more like uh rivalry a little bit more bad blood between some of the guys who've been there for a long time and some of the guys who were in huntsville for a long time mm, okay um, so it's it's not always proximity then with these with these rivalries. No, I think like when you're closer to someone, you play them more often, and there's a chance for bad blood in there. But I think like over the years, we never really had too many incidents with like Birmingham. Okay. And then we also played Peoria. I mean, we played Birmingham in the cha- in the finals also. But I think we played Peoria two or three times in the playoffs, and then. Their best player probably doesn't like me very much, and I don't like him very much. So it, <laughs> it probably led to, uh, you know, tempers getting higher and a little more, a little more rivalry each game each year. Okay, I was going to try to narrow it down there. I was wondering if there may be a player that just especially got under your skin over the years, over and over. Uh, get under, no, I think like get under my skin is different. Like a lot of guys chirp or hit, like I, I'm not a fan of like, if you're a good player and you run your mouth, it's okay. I'm not a fan of when you're uh, like not a good player or not a known somebody. And then you want to 
talk and chirp. Like there's nothing wrong with playing hard and finishing your check, but I think you should be a pretty established player before you have to run your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be able to back it up. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> the guy who runs his mouth to me on pure, I can back it up. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, playing all these years in the Havoc, what, what's, yeah, we talked about the relationships. Uh, oh, is that what you, you're going to look back on your days with the Havoc? No, I think like I'll be appreciative of the relationships and like the friends I've made and, you know, obviously it's only been a couple of months, so I'd have to wait a couple more years to see if they make it through. But like being like in Nolan Kaiser's, like being at Nolan Kaiser's wedding in Montana or being in Scott Trask's wedding party last summer in Halifax, you know, like guys I play a long time with, like, you know, Ty also played a long time. It's like sneaky, but I played like five years with Rob also, you know. So mm-hmm. I think uh, it's always going to be more of the hockey side first okay. because just you play so many games, like there's 56 games, there's the championships, there's, you know, the ups and downs of the season. But I think uh, I'm appreciative of the friends I've made along the way. Yeah. Well, now we mentioned the golf and the fantasy football. Any, anything else you like to do in your, your downtime? Um, I don't mind water skiing. A lot of places down here to do that. Well, I guess up there too. You're in. Uh, you're back up in uh, Montreal. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you retire with team records for most goals, points, and assists, and you're currently third in the league in all-time assists and sixth in all-time points. So, what are you going to do with all your free time now? Um. So in in the summers I uh, teach hockey a lot of time I'm on the ice working for uh, an agency or private lessons or teams in the region and then starting September first I'm going to become uh, director of player development for an agency out of Montreal so I'll still be involved in hockey I'll be going to watch games and give feedback give my opinion do some personal scouting reports take the if you're a client of the the agency already, take you out to dinner or lunch, you know, talk to you about your life, your girlfriend, your school, whatever, you know, just being like, uh, being another resource for some of these kids or players or men to help them along their way of their journey. Okay. What what advice would you give to these kids that, uh, that uh, you know, are, are wanting to, to be a star hockey player? Well, I think like every individual is different. You know, you sort of have to, you know, get time to to know them and see them and feel them out. I think one thing that's, you know, becoming important is uh, to be a good skater. But hockey IQ and like the understanding, the ability to understand like the game and the concepts within the game of what my team's trying to do, and but also what the other team's trying to do, and then try and find my role on a team and how can I be successful in my role. Now, we've had some comments too about the, how the game has sped up uh, over the last several years and, and the players, you know, are more, I don't know, I guess it's more skillful nowadays than they have been. Of course, I mean, seven years, to me, seven years is not that long, but, you know, I'm I'm 30 years older than you are. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you know, what have you noticed uh, in your years, uh, over your years of playing, as far I as changing the games? Like, I find people are 
faster and more skilled. And everyone, like younger kids these days, everyone like making their way can all shoot a puck. They all have really, really good shots. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to move on here to to a section I call my puck out of play questions, which are not hockey related at all. They're out there. So what are some of the things that you might be streaming or watching nowadays? Uh, we watched when I was with when I was in Huntsville during the year on, we were on Paramount Plus quite a bit watching uh, Tulsa King and Mayor of Kingstown okay and then just recently this summer I finished the last season of Animal Kingdom okay is there a favorite movie that you've got or movies uh, no I like all the sports movies uh, like one of my favorite one, like it's an old hockey one, Young Blood. Uh huh. Or uh, any given Sunday. Oh, okay. As far as music goes, uh, you got a favorite band or favorite genre of music? No, I think maybe country for favorite genre. But for the for the most part, I'm a, I'm a radio guy. As long as it's uh, good enough for the radio, it's good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. How about food? What's your favorite food? Uh, I like steak. I'm not picky. I eat everything. I like st- my favorite food would probably be steak. Okay, get that protein there. Okay, la- last one here. Give us a little bit of side trivia, or you know, something maybe that most folks might not know about you. Whether <laughs> whether it's like a guilty pleasure or something. My guilt in in season in uh, Huntsville. I have like a nightly routine, and it usually ends with like a ten thirty ice cream sandwich in a, in my recliner. Okay. So one last thing here. I talked to Freak Daddy before I got you on the phone, and he just happened to call yeah. me. But I said, "Hey, have you got a question for Sai?" And he said, uh, "Tell him that Freak Daddy said good luck, and he'll miss you, and he he wants you to say I love Freak Daddy in French." <laughs> I'm not saying I love Freak Daddy in any language. <laughs> okay. I do like him, though. I do like him. He's a good guy. I enjoy his company. Okay. Well, he probably just wanted to see what you would say. Well, I appreciate your time here, and uh, hopefully we can uh, catch up with you on down the road here. we got uh, several players and former players to go, but uh, we'll – Make our way back to Sianukovic. Sounds good. I uh, I appreciate it. All righty. Thanks a lot. No problem. Have a good day. That was former Havoc Center Sianukovic in the slot. Good luck to him as he takes on a new hockey role back up at home in Montreal. Do you have an idea for the Recon Havoc podcast? Email us at recanhavoc at outlook.com. That's R-E-E-K-I-N, havoc at outlook.com. Send a Facebook message to the Recon Havoc page or leave us a voicemail or text at 256-434-RKKN. That's 256-434-7556. The Recon Havoc podcast.
Every 40 seconds, a child goes missing somewhere in the U.S. You can help in the effort to find missing kids simply by donating your car or boat to Find the Children, a nonprofit organization dedicated to returning missing children to their families. Find the Children works closely with national and community agencies and organizations and helps distribute flyers and posters that are directly responsible for recovering missing kids. Your car or boat donation helps protect and recover children in every state and community by sponsoring child safety and recovery programs. For fast, free pickup, call anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Running or not, your car, truck, van, RV, or boat will be towed away free of charge. Fast, free pickup, plus it's tax deductible. Everyone wins when you donate your car or boat to find the children. Call right now. 800-466-8813. 800-466-8813. That's 800-466-8813. Another forward has been brought into the pack. Havoc signed Brandon Osmondson. He played at NCAA Division III Utica College, finishing with 108 points in 97 games. He was a college teammate of Jamie Bussell, whose return to Huntsville was announced a couple of weeks ago. Osmondson played two games with Knoxville following his collegiate career. The fourth annual Havoc Classic Golf Tournament is coming up August 28th at Cherokee Ridge. Cost is $500 for a foursome. There will be a shotgun start at 1 p.m. with registration starting at noon. You can sign up your teams online at HuntsvilleHavoc.com under the Golf Tournament tab. Half and quarter season tickets are now on sale. Go online to HuntsvilleHavoc.com and click on the Tickets tab. The Havoc is hiring game day staff for the 2023-24 season, including ruckus and chaos mascot performers, camera operators, and concession workers and servers. You can apply online by going to HuntsvilleHavoc.com, clicking on the Contact Us tab, and then selecting Game Day Staff. College interns are needed for next season to fill sports administration and sports media positions. For more information, go to HuntsvilleHavoc.com to the Contact Us tab and click on Internships. And updated office hours for the summer are Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. through August 4th. Then beginning August 7th, that goes to weekdays from 10 till 6 until September 1st. Then from September 5th through the end of the season, it will be from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. Become a member of Chaos Kids Club today. Download the Kids Club app for your iOS or Android device or online at chaoskidsclub.com. The Reek and Havoc Podcast. How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the RX Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance, and in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs, so whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now. 800-586-9885-800-586-9885-800-586-9885. That's 800-586-9885.
tickets, official Huntsville Havoc merchandise and more, go to HuntsvilleHavoc.com. Visit our website at ReconHavoc.com, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and listen, follow, and subscribe to the Recon Havoc podcast on your favorite platform to keep up with the only weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Recon Havoc podcast. Thank you.